A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. January 15th, 2021. Let's get together and do it again. It's the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. And Matt, were you shocked tonight to see that, lo and behold, Kevin Owens is going to be Roman's opponent at the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I, they did a good job. I don't know why. Because I was happy. I was happy it wasn't, what's his name? Adam Pierce. Yeah, I was, but my first thought was See like, what I they did. That, but that was my thought. I was like, I don't care for your shenanigans, WWE. <laughs> they made us care about an 18th in a row match between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. They actually made us want it by by threatening us <laughs> with a good time by having Adam threatening Adam Beers versus Roman Reigns. So there's a whole new philosophy to pro wrestling, folks. It is a company now going forward. It's going to threaten to give you the shittiest main event known to man by saying it's going to be the heavyweight champion versus the popcorn vendor leading all the way up to that pay-per-view. And then at the last show going beforehand, the pay-per-view, they're going to let you know who this new talent is that's going to end up wrestling him. And that person's going to be super over because nobody wants to see the popcorn vendor versus the heavyweight champion. Uh, it depends on the popcorn vendor. You know, but no, I thought, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So he's big and Jack, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could tell a compelling story, but I think this tonight was the first time where I felt like, okay, they're really this Roman thing is really getting a little repetitive in the way it okay. was tonight with Adam, uh, and then even with Kevin but. at the end, it's just, there's nothing new. Big butt here, big, yeah. big butt, B U T T, but and that is. <sighs> Yes, I said Heine, folks. Um, that uh, Jay Uso, who I do put part of the Roman storyline big time, cut a very good promo tonight. Loved his promo. Loved yeah. calling himself the right hand of the table. Uh, loved saying that they run WWE. All the fresh towels in the back. You're, you know, <laughs> you're welcome. Say thanks to Roman. You know, hot food in the catering. That's because of Roman. Say thank you. Like, all of that was great. And then the stuff with Nakamura was cool. Just, um, I'm still, when when Nakamura talks, I don't know what it is. It's like this cartoony voice. But that's how he really talks in real life. That's how he, like, shoot talks. He's got a weird yeah. toned voice. Hmm. But it worked. I didn't care. I thought he looked cool in this segment, knocking him on his ass. And doing all his uh, body language shenanigans afterwards. I'm cool with that. 
Well, and with Nakamura, so I think I when he's doing the promos, that I attach, yeah. I attach that to the Roman storyline. Just to be clear, yeah, it is sort of like a spinoff of uh, the Roman storyline. But I think, um, yeah, yeah, with Shinsuke, when he's doing promos, he's trying to be very deliberate. And when you watch him speak off the cuff, because his English is actually very good, he's very he actually has good comedic timing when you've seen him in backstage things. Uh, I yes. think he's very good off the cuff. I think when it comes to something, it's memorized. I mean, I don't know about you, like memorizing something in another language that's not native to me seems very challenging. So I get what he's doing. Uh, I couldn't even fathom it. I, I put myself in his shoes going to Japan to wrestle for two years. I was there stayed in hotel Ibis for just about two years straight. And oh, wow. dude, I tried and I tried and I tried. I'm a magna cum laude graduate folks. I'm not a dumbass. And that language is so hard, so hard to pick up on. I actually try. Yeah. That's what Kenny Omega is a smart brother, but not only because he speaks it fluently, but it's so hard. So anytime somebody with a foreign language comes to the States and, and has to do it, I give them all, oh my God, I'm always mind boggled by that. But if you watch this promo tonight, right, he was setting up his joke to be the, with the funniest punchline of all time, the way he was setting it up, just to get to little puppy. And yeah. like you would have thought this was the funniest joke in the history of jokes. The way he tried to set it up and laugh at his own shit and... Like no, you I said, get it. it's a memorized line. Yeah. And he, again, think of the timing involved. A foreign oh, language, yeah. mind you. Uh, Punchlining it the right way, the right raising of the voice at the right time when delivering that word, little puppy. Like, sounds simple, folks, but it ain't. Yeah. No, believe me. And, you know, I took uh, two years of French in junior high and two years you of didn't... Spanish okay. in high school. And I remember... Nothing of it aside from Donde Estalas Biblioteca. I do my and my 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 uh, neighbors across the street that watch Jackson when we go to the gym. Uh, his a very Hispanic. Their grandma speaks it. That's all she speaks. And she my Jackson loves her. Loves her. Yeah. Like that's the one he stays in her room most of the time. Like he understands. Like ha I'm not just saying this because my kid. He understands. Like. She says what Bezos. She says kisses in Spanish, and he understands. He comes up and kisses her. I'm like, what? What'd she just say? You know, he kisses. And I was like, you know. Um, so I still remember my Spanish from high school. I swear to God. So I can go over there and I can hold my own on a very basic level, very basic. Like the other day, she was over there asking me how tall I was, and I was like. Uh, I, I'm butchering this, obviously, but ask me uh, uh, muy alto, and I try to keep it at that. I didn't want to tell her seven. I know how to say seven foot in Spanish, so I was like, "Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, seis, um, what, siete, um, siete <laughs> footos." <Yeah. laughs> I, I said footos, <laughs> and they all started laughing at me, um, but. I, I swear to you, though, like I, I swear to God, I kept a, a good lot of my Spanish from high school. I swear to God, I did. Weirdly yeah. enough, I so don't remember any of it, uh, which and is a shame. Old. No, and you know, I'll tell you, when I was a kid, I actually really wanted to learn Japanese, um, oh, and the main so reason hard. why so was I, I wanted to play imported video games. I wanted to be able to play role playing games like Fantasy Star Three that came out in Japan like two years earlier. Oh, yeah, you know. That was my big reason for wanting it. But no, I think, um, you know, if, if I had to go out and do something in a foreign language that uh, was still new to me, even if I spoke that language, I think, no, I give Nakamura all the credit in the world for being yeah. able to do 
this off. So uh, it's interesting. They tipped their hand with the Owens reveal by having uh, that promo <laughs> show the match at the beginning. You kind of knew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's kind of the way with dramas. You know, uh, a lot of shows don't do this anymore. But remember, like, when you'd watch a TV show and they'd be like, previously on. And based on the previously, you kind of knew what was going to happen that night. if they Because, were because of how they painted it. Yeah, you just you saw the last episode, so you already remember what the last episode was all about. But yeah. when they go to previously on whatever the show is, and they put these things in order from last yeah. week, I'm like, I got a lot more out of that episode than what they just gave us. They're pointing me in this direction, so this is what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, or, obvious about it, or something that didn't that like. Uh, did the boys do this this season? There was one show I was watching where the previously on referenced something that happened like. In one episode, one small part, I'm like, why are they referencing yes. that again? And then they brought back the character that night, and you're like, ah, yes, yes. I want to say that was the boys, actually. I swear to God, I think you're right. Yeah. So they kind of tip their hand when they're telling you, uh, yes, what it's it's gonna be. Um, Jody Sean Jenkins, Canadian ten dollars. Hey, Jody Sean Jenkins. Uh, Jody uh, just still hasn't won that trust back to have his YouTube own YouTube account. Still has to have the couple's account. Yeah. Because Sean doesn't trust him. Don't trust him, Sean. Yeah, because he's watching those yoga videos on YouTube. Yes. So, no, no. Uh, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but has there been a really huge star from China, Japan, who doesn't have a good grasp of the language that's made it big in WWE? I can't think of anyone. Maybe Taka. And it's, ooh, that's a good call. When Taka hmm. came over, much like Nakamura, he was like the anointed one. Like he was supposed to be a big deal, big needle mover for WWE, if y'all remember. They were comparing him. And you want to talk about now in retrospect how maybe you could say this is wrong. Maybe you could say this was, uh, uh, what's the word, not delicate or whatever the word is. I don't want to say racist. But it was at the time they were comparing him to Ichiro with the Mariners at the time. Um, They were comparing, WWE was, I'll I'll never forget it. Because I I bought into him more. I was like, who's this Taka guy coming? They're really hyping his ass up. They're saying he's like. Uh, each a row shoot. That's pretty big. Um, but anyways, uh, hmm, they had a good grasp of the link. See, they a lot of them had a good firm. Uh, um, um, what's his name? Um, come on, SmackDown number one announcer. Come on. Uh, oh, uh, God dang it! Now, now I, I used know. to squash him all the time. He was great to work with. Come on, Funaki. Show Funaki. Funaki, beloved backstage. Everyone loved him, and um. Um, great grasp of the English language, perfectly spoken, mm-hmm. perfectly. And to be fair, he had a job for damn near life. He was there yeah. forever. Yeah. But um, I, I know what she's saying. She means like on a big time level, though, main event. Um, I'm thinking. So Nakamura. I mean, yeah, he, he does understand it perfectly well. He speaks it fine. Yeah. No, it's the scripted though. Uh, and I think, huh? How's this? I think they're writing promos for him like someone who does not have the best grasp of English because they're afraid. And remember, mm-hmm. WWE creative are the same people that held Becky Lynch back because someone, uh, I think Kevin Dunn, didn't like her accent. Um, I think they're giving him simplistic yeah. uh, language promos. I bet you're right. Afraid I bet you're right. Him. I bet you're right. And I think Nakamura, Jody, Shauna Jenkins, out of, the, out of them all, out of everybody that's come to the WWE from Japan, could have been and should have been the biggest star to ever come out of Japan. I yeah. really believe that. Yeah. 
Um, I will say with Oscar, the way they've leaned into it and just Asuka's kind of not far behind, by the way. I wanted to throw her in there. Yeah. But letting her just speak Japanese, like that brilliant. works. It works. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Matt Morgan's formerly frosted tips 499. What's with the username? Someone was using my name in the chat. Uh it's pretty and, funny. Uh, you know, yeah, like let's just not impersonate the the host. But um uh saying I keep expecting Glenn to, uh, to see Glenn on the Don't Become Your Parents commercials. I'm getting I never that. saw those. You haven't seen those? I think it's no. progressive home insurance. It's funny, it's just got young people saying stupid old people, dad jokes and mom uh, stuff. I have not seen a TV commercial, I don't think, in like three years. Wait, so you haven't seen the Geico tag team commercial with the womb? There it is. Oh, that's legit. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, that's uh, that's legit. There, there's a couple commercials now that I don't mind. And normally, why don't you guys like do the gimmick I do? Start watching small SmackDown or Raw about 15 minutes in, and yeah. you're, you're safe from having to watch commercials. No, TV. you know why? Because um, I don't have cable. I'm watching it streaming, and oh, yeah, streaming plans don't let you stream live TV. They let you stream no. live TV, but you can't. Uh, pause and skip until it's done, which is annoying. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chronoshaw $5 saying, I just heard the hey, AJ Chrono. Styles theme song was originally for James Storm when he came to NXT. Glad it was used for Styles because it fits him more than Storm. Really? I would not have fit James Storm. And honestly, I did not like it for AJ. I hated it. Go not down with the farmer strength? I did not like it for AJ at all. No. <laughs> I liked the beginning of it because it was very... Uh, um, churches right a little church-esque in the very beginning, oh, the beginning of it. Yeah. it sounds like a church organ to a degree yeah, right kind of reminds me of dmx uh but then when i started new they don't want none i'm like that ain't yeah. aj i i will always be partisan to get ready to fly from tna that is the best entrance song for him of all time yeah love that song i when I heard the lyrics to that song when I analyzed what it was I was just like farmer strength you don't hear people talking about that much these days and something about him being a redneck i yes. forget what something 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 redneck yeah yeah it's it's interesting it's interesting that the lyrics as long as that could they, be when we do uh the, i'm sorry they missed the boat with james storm just for the record yeah he was uh the sorry about your damn luck thing like that was good yes dude yeah. and even beer and money as great as bobby Roode was james storm was the ingredient in that that made that work he was the funny part he brought the funny part of bobby out He's he's good, dude. Storm is really good. Uh, Jody Sean Jenkins, five dollars off topic, but I watched the two thousand Rumble, and to tell you what, the Rumble was better before the internet and the dirt sheets. Two thousand wasn't it? Let me think. Two thousand was that around yet? I'm in college. I graduated two thousand. Well, your boy here was already on. What was the name of the site? RajaWWF.com, I think was the site. I used to go to. That was one <laughs> of them in my college, like computer lab. And I would sit at that computer all day, just sitting there in between my periods of class and just reading all the little sheets that they had. Because they had a lot of wrestling yeah. sheets, actually. And people would try to come up, like, are you done yet with the computer? But I'd snarl at them, get them the hell away. Just because there was so much. I just had discovered this yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff that was being talked about on wrestling sites. It made wrestling so different to me, and I was addicted to it. For me, it was the invasion angle because I wanted to know the scoop on <laughs> who was going to show up and who wasn't. That's how it was for me for NWO. Yeah. That yeah. was so cool. Like, who's going to come out this week? And, you know. All the gimmicks tonight. Raj the Rajback Geary, $2. Good job, chat. Feed me more money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Friday night, everyone gets a little punchy. Uh, Jason McKay, $10. Thank you, Jason. And I thought Randy taking a fireball to the face was deadly. Christina getting within arm distance of an expert mosh pitter. Someone please send her the updated resume. Yeah, That's funny as fuck. That's well, well, well done. But by the way, I didn't get to do the show the other night. I wasn't able to. But oh. like, holy shit, that fireball was awesome. I yeah, I thought that. so too. I thought it would. People are shitting on it. Tell me they're not. That was well done. Uh, Raj, not the biggest fan, but it Raj, came coming at him a hundred miles an hour. I know it was cool. Better than the old school shit ones that would just like light up five feet away from the person, no. or or like yeah. Warrior and Hogan. It doesn't go off at all. Um, this was good. I thought. I thought that was really good. Uh, shout I out! I didn't understand this part really quick. Yeah. Why did she do this first? Oh, because it said pain. Remember, she had like the play glove and the pain glove. Like her glove uh, kind of like yeah. helped heal. Yes, she yes. Pain glove. That's why. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. Okay. No, I agree. It was creative. It was different. And it's like. It was well executed. It never is well executed, ever. And good Lord, Monday Night Raw, give me anything at this point. Give me I a dance off. Cool. Like I'm, I'm down for it at this point. Like Raw's so boring. That was cool. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, so tonight we talked about the the Jay Uso and Shinsuke Nakamura promo. Everyone talking about Shinsuke's spot last week in the Gauntlet match. How great he did before Adam Pierce uh, won due to interference from Jay and Roman. Jesus. So uh, yes, Shinsuke uh, said Jay is just a little puppy. Um, but they yeah. had a match tonight with Shinsuke getting the win, and Shinsuke is back to his old theme music. So babyface again. I didn't you like the rap version though. I did, and you know, I never released it, uh, but I remember um, around the time that they debuted, oh, that was when I was bored, Matt, back before the day job was quite as taxing. I was making mashups at night, and oh, uh, nice. it reminded me, I did a, did a mashup of uh, the Shinsuke theme with uh, Drake's Forever laid over it, and I was like, yeah, that, that slaps as a rap beat. So it was fantastic, the version that they uh, released with the rap. Yeah, that was really good, I thought. Like, I think that's babyface. Well, but that's how, remember what the Corey Graves said at the time, Shinsuke changes his music because he don't want people to be able to understand it and uh, sing along with it anymore. Like it was well covered. I like yeah. that. That's actually yeah. really good. I didn't hear Corey Graves say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Monday night, man, that, that fireball uh, was cool. Raj though, not a fan. And I think Alfred was kind of uh, on the fence about it. Um, mm-hmm. but it was weird to not have you on a Monday night. I know. I'm sorry. I was in Indianapolis. I was, I forgot oh, wow. to tell. Yeah. I, I forgot to tell Raj that I was in Indianapolis. <laughs> it didn't feel like a Monday night. Yeah. Like Sunday. No, I feel you. Uh, Sonya Deville backstage talking to Adam Pierce. What's she talking to him about? Time will tell. Um, then we had, uh, Jay arguing with Charles Robinson in the back. Uh, uh, Uso threatening to fire. Charles Robinson, if he doesn't do his job right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what did you think of this? The Street Profits promo tonight. It was interesting. They lost their tag titles last week to Dolph Ziggler <laughs> and Right. This promo tonight, man, <laughs> like didn't really seem to uh, to face them much. But I like that, though. I like that they still seemed like superstars. It didn't feel like, what would you say, face it didn't feel like it phased them at all. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because in real life it hasn't. It's a friggin', you know, it's a gimmick, you know. But I agree, you should show some, some, rem- not remorse, some let down that we're not the champs anymore. But 
I'm okay with that. Just as long as the star power is not faded because of that terrible decision. I like Root. I like Ziggler. I just don't like them at the expense of them. That's all. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so, uh, but good Roman, promo, obviously. Always, no, as sorry. always, good promo. Sorry. Were Root and Ziggler on tonight? I don't remember seeing them on the show. I. Mm-hmm. Chat room. Were they on? Was there like a <laughs> shot of them backstage or some shit? I'm, I'm now searching on the Wrestling Inc. recap. And uh, no, I'm not seeing it. That's kind of weird to like win the championship and then. Yes, it is weird. It's the inconsistency that they. Yeah. Yeah. No celebration, no promo, no backstage. Why weren't they in a limo drinking champagne? Yeah. Something. <sighs> yeah. That's the weirdest part, dude. But the, meanwhile, the Street Profits cut the superstar promo. It, it defies the booking because it seems yeah. like they think the Street Profits are the superstars. Because they are. Bobby are an a, are a afterthought. I don't know. It's just it's a little strange. It's a little... It is. It's why championships don't mean anything in this yeah. company. DNA of TNA Morgan fan $5 saying, Matt, supposedly Andrade will return to help Charlotte. Are you digging that, man? No. Yeah. No, but then again, okay, Matt, if it's your career, let's say you were in the WWE, I have a chance to do something in my life. Yeah. And it would, it would advance her career. Would love it. Oh yeah. My God. I'd love it. I would have, of course I would. It's my wife, but, uh, that doesn't mean the fans out there of Matt Morgan would dig it and they'd be well within their prerogative not to dig it. But at least these are two talents that were established as single stars before this happened. It's not, yeah. there, there's no thing where someone's necessarily riding coattails. It's just no. packaging them. No, but there's something to be said, and this is going to sound bad, but this is what I was literally told. Yeah. I swear to God as my witness. This is at a different time. I want to preface this. I started at WWE in 2002. So I want to say around 2003, 2004, I got married in 2005 for the record, mm-hmm. um, that you want to you don't want to be advertising that you're married as a oh, male yeah. talent. You always want to appear that you're single. So your feet, it won't hurt your whatever with the female fans of yours. <laughs> and so it's, it, it's, it's, um, same thing can be said on the opposite side. Charlotte flair has a lot of dude fans that just think she's besides a great wrestler. She's absolutely gorgeous. And there are going to be people that are attracted to her, obviously. And watch the show, unfortunately, just based on that. Instead of because she's fucking nasty in the ring and could do a thousand different things and is really good. Yeah. Um, so I, for that reason is why I'm saying this. I don't want to see it because I don't want to see anything harm her. I, I, think she's the, I think she's the whole show. I know a lot of fans are bored, sick. She's getting everything handed to her. I'm sorry, tough shit. She's the best female wrestler on the planet. My opinion, my opinion. That's true. You know, back in uh, 2003, before I met my wife, a uh, previous girlfriend got mad at me because on my Friendster profile, I put that I was single. And I was like, baby, I'm in a band. I got to let women out there think they have a chance with me. If I want to sell some records. See, I didn't have social media. There was no social media. I didn't even know what the hell MySpace was back then. I didn't have to keep up the illusion. Don't want to make people think that, you know, uh, you're off the market. This was on my life, Glenn. This was literally said to me by a certain front office worker and a certain 
developmental leader of sorts that may or may not have their own podcast. Yeah, got to give that speech, baby. I belong to the world first and foremost. <laughs> Secondly, though, you know, when I come home, I'm coming home to you, babe. You know, when I'm out there, gotta gotta keep up the illusion. I mean, God bless her because I could not put up with that. If oh, it didn't go well. I think I might have gotten hit. Uh, I, I would do terrible at that. I would do. I'd be horrible if roles were reversed. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's got to be weird. It's got to mess with people, but. You know, I understand but, if 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 uh, you were coming up with someone, but if you meet somebody who's already in the spotlight, like you've got to you got to sort of accept that you knew that going going in, you know. Yes. Uh, Manny Fresh two dollars wants the final four Royal Rumble predictions: men's and women with the winner. Oh, oh man, on. that's that's like work to come up. Come with. on, Manny, why are you asking this of us? I mean, I'm upset with you, Manny Fresh. Uh, <laughs> don't make us work. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's weird. The Royal Rumble is like two weeks Final away. Four. I mean, like, it could be like they—they. They, I, I, you might think this is crazy, Shelton Benjamin. If he's if he, is Shelton Benjamin in it, do we know? I'm sure he will be. If he is, mark my words, he'll be at least a top five. I don't know how to explain this, but Shelton Benjamin is so trusted in that ring. What they do is the final. Eight to seven to six are generally the ones that the company trust the most. Yeah. To make sure the finish goes off without a hitch. So they'll put two people in there to make sure that happens. Generally like a Daniel Bryan type mm-hmm. or a Shelton Benjamin is another one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be crazy here and say Shelton Benjamin. I don't even care. Can I just say that? I don't care. I apologize. Okay, man. I'm I trying to be lazy. The women's rumble is going to come down to... Bailey, Bianca Belair, Charlotte, and um, Rhea Ripley. It's a great final four. That's not fair, though. You went to the women's. That's easier. That's much more fun. Because the guys, it's like, I don't, who knows who that could be? Who are they Uh, building right now that's in that rumble? Yeah, I don't know. Is it Uso? I'd like it to, that'd be cool if that Jay. It'd be cool if he says he, he would do, take his. Shot to Raw, that'd be pretty funny. That'd be cool. That would be a big vote of confidence. But, you know, given with Drew, I mean, yes. I don't know. Uh, that'd be interesting. I, I, I don't know, but I agree with your Final Four for women. That was a, that's a great Final Four. And and you would have no clue who was going to make an argument. No, for. right? Yeah. 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 DNA of TNA Morgan Fan, $5. Asking if we look into YouTube Streamlabs on-screen donations. It's What's cheaper that? and there's no word limit. I, I have no clue what that is. I don't know what that is, bro. Tweet, tweet me a link and uh, I'll look Guys, into it. Guys, I can't even read the super, the normal chat while I'm on this show. You have to know I have no clue what that is. <laughs> well, soon we can't announce it yet. Maybe in like a week or two, yes. we're going to have some news about a new way for you guys to interact with us and to give you some more content that you've all been demanding from me and Matt. Well, not demanding. You've been asking politely for uh, quite some time. Now. Guys, I have made jokes, not jokes, but like little shots here and there. We need to take our show on the road. Yeah. And it's going to cost you nothing. And it's going to be uh, something and a little bit of an after show, if you will. The, if you the, will. Yes. The, so we'll have news on that soon. Uh, that's our name. Dude, that's the name. <laughs> you will. It, no, as it were. As it were. That's good. Let's see if that's taken. Glenn, that has to be the name of it. Come on. Okay. Let's see if it's taken. 
Oh, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it as it were. Every fan on here knows what that is, dude. The it has. To, oh my god, that's perfect. Okay, let's let's uh, let's see what we can do with that. We'll make it happen. Yes, it's work. That's good. No, I like that. I think that's uh, that's solid. <laughs> but guys, solid. this is going to be awesome because we're able to talk about uh, you know everything. Um, yeah, definitely, obviously wrestling too, but like in a much more, I'm just gonna be honest, a much more uncensored way. Yes, along with other subjects that you guys care about. Censorship is what's uh, bringing us down. Yes. <laughs> well, we got to read sponsor ads and things like that on here. Yada yeah. yada yada. No, this is so gonna be, be free. careful no, with what we say. Yeah, and this no one, Patreon, nothing. So it's gonna be good. Fly. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll have more details on that soon, as it were. Um, so Natalia, oh, Apollo hanging out with Roman. I kind of like that little wrinkle tonight. Did you say Apollo? Yeah. 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 That was different. I, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. That was nice tonight. It was good to yeah. see. I think that's, that's smart. And that definitely makes me more interested in Apollo going up against, uh, Big E again, because I don't think we're going to get happy, feel good Apollo. No. I think we're going to get more of a competitor. Soup, but do you, do you see that? They're telling that they're starting to tell that story. Yeah, like like that's awesome. I I I, I dig that a lot. I didn't know if you think the f- general fan, the average fan, will pick up on that. That they're starting to foreshadow that uh, uh, the building of Big E. Obviously, that's pretty obvious. But the mm-hmm. fact that they're already starting to interlock it with Ro- him with Roman a little bit here by this. Yeah. And sometimes I tell you guys, predictability in wrestling is not a bad thing always when it's done well. With Big E, if they keep the push going, okay, and he's the one to beat Roman eventually, that's a good thing if they do this the right way. Yeah. I think that's uh, – I'm, I'm way more ready. interested in that. He's ready. Big E's ready, bro. He is so ready to be a heavyweight champion by himself. Well, and again, now we're kind of franchising the Roman intensity. Right, so then yes. put that to Apollo. Biggie mixes it up with Apollo. Roman started to get this little stable going, and then he can hop from Apollo to Roman, challenge for the main title. It's good. It's yes. it's interesting. They're actually, I don't know if they're doing this deliberately, but SmackDown is such a tight show that we could really have like you know X Men versus Avengers by the end of this because you could have like six guys yeah. on one side on the other you could build the entire show around that on the men's side yeah I, yes uh terry allen jr five dollars and ten cents precise daniel's T-A-J. selfless nature is amazing allowing cesaro to win very thankfully he's creative in the blue brand or he's with creative in the blue brand i wish cesaro became universal champion that was great for cesaro tonight we'll talk about this that. was big and i know we've seen this many times where it looks like they're finally going to take the chain you know the, the shackles off him, so to speak, and let him go, finally. Hopefully, it's a step in that direction. Good on Daniel Bryan. Absolutely. T. Smitty, 3000 10 bucks. Uh, WWE should book Bianca and Bailey as the final two, but with both feet touching the floor at the same time. Oh. Rock for Big Show, then settle at the pay-per-view before Mania with Bianca going over. They settle it at, hang on, the pay-per-view before Mania. Okay, but here's my thing. Don't you want to build... Bianca going into Mania for more than a month if it's if it's her, I would. Mm-hmm. Because the promos, can you imagine the promos we're gonna get out of her? 
I, yeah. I want to see more than four weeks worth. I want to see like eight to 12 weeks worth. I could see though, man, I would dig though. I could see them almost doing this thing where Bailey and Bianca keep cutting promos like they're going to Mania. And okay. then, you know what I mean? Like, then settle it at the pay per view before. Uh, Michael Sachs, Jr., five bucks. Random question, Matt. What was your thought on when they put lyrics with the Stone Cold theme? Love the channel, SmackDown over Raw. What do you mean the lyrics with Stone Cold theme? He's talking, is he talking? They, they didn't just do lyrics, they changed that song, mm. and it was disturbed, if I remember correctly. Um, Stone Cold's living inside you. That's what it always sounds like. I know that's not the word, but, <laughs> but that's what it always sounds like. Stone Cold's always living inside you. Stone Cold. <laughs> now I have to look at the actual you. lyrics. It is not that, but that is what I always used to like sing. <laughs> okay, hold on. I got okay. But it was, I think, almost positive is disturbed. I'm breaking the living inside you. Stop making someone to hide you. Uh, but yes, yeah, Stone Cold's living inside you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I feel like I should listen to more Disturbed. Though Here's the problem. Bodies is such an incredible 10 out of 10, hell, 100 out of 10 song. I'm afraid I'm going to be disappointed by anything else I listen to by the band. Disturbed? Yeah. Like bodies is or not the no part was like a drowning pool. No, yeah, disturbed yeah. Uh, the sickness. Eh, yeah, no, really. That was, the sickness my, in, that was my entrance. That was my first entrance music with OVW. You know, uh, here we are, twenty twenty one, and I just confused drowning pool with disturbed. I am ashamed. Uh, no, down with the sickness was good. In fact, they're a good example. Down with the sickness is so good yeah. that um, no other no other disturbed song like stupefy eh, be. Uh, right. everything else is kind of like, well, it's not, I'm just going to sit down with the sickness again. Yes. Yeah. That's basically what I did with that tape. Yes. Yeah. With you. But drowning pool bodies. That's all you need. I don't even know if they have any other songs. You buy the album and it's just bodies on a loop. Yeah. You're but it's also, it's also like alien and farm too. Right. You just, you just got that just to listen to the Michael Jackson remake. I actually like their follow-up so single good. to that. They had to follow up that song movies uh, that was a single, but yeah, it's like it didn't wasn't as popular because everyone likes the everyone likes the cover. One of the coolest uh, guitar riffs ever. Yes, uh, exclusive news insider buck ninety nine WWE needs a new everything. Criteria is lazy. Thank you very much, ENI exclusive news insider. <laughs> That's very yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with what they said, but yes. Uh so. We had Natalia versus Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Billy Kay was hanging out ringside. <laughs> and uh, Natalia won. Tamina was getting into it. I mean, this this was actually pretty entertaining. Like, I don't it think w- this. It was. I don't like seeing Liv Morgan lose, especially in yeah. a singles match. I still think she's a single star waiting to happen. And I know we've been waiting. It ain't her fault for the record. But I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, it does no damage to Natalia's career to have her lose right no, now. And absolutely I zero. Don't see how it helps her or this storyline to have her win. It's I mean, like when saying, Dolph Ziggler. Listen, it's when yeah. it's like when Dolph Ziggler pins somebody. It's like yeah. he doesn't have to. 
Okay, we know he's going to lose. And if he wins, you're not going to start pushing that talent all of a sudden. We know this. So it's okay to let them lose. Well, the argument is, well, they'll mean that much more when Liv gets that win from... uh... No, no, it won't because we've seen her lose a thousand times. She being uh, uh, Natty. We've seen her lose a thousand times already. So, like, no, it's not going to mean that much more when she beats Natty. Going in on paper, she should already automatically be able to beat Natty. And when that doesn't happen, it hurts her. So the only way to make that up, in my opinion, is if Liv beats somebody that's at a higher level than than uh, a natty then i'll say okay hmm. uh leon's duncan asking the real questions Corey feldman donatello or teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 donatello what the hell did i miss with Corey feldman when Corey was, feldman was the voice of donatello in the first ninja turtles the cartoon no the the first movie <laughs> i wish i didn't know that <laughs> Corey Feldman was so over when we were kids. Yes, okay, yes, he was. But he was not over when that movie came out. Well, he was on they the... They started to already, you know, come on. Well, started. Uh, license to Drive... Yes, you know, those were, he, he was super over. For, are you kidding me? Yeah. Lost Boys? I could, we can name a million. I mean, uh, first Friday TMNT, the 13th as a little boy. Yeah, first TMNT was like 1990. Like, he wasn't... Like, it started, this was, bro. Come on. You know yeah, it started. I, know. I would say yeah. about 1988 was the end of... It was after Dream a Little Dream. That's when it just off a cliff. See, I didn't um, even see that. Wait, yeah. what was that movie? He was in with Nicole Eggert. Or no, he oh, wasn't. Blown Away. It's same as name as the Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Jeff Bridges movie. Yeah, I watched it on cable where they're like brothers. And that was like, for a B-cable movie, that was a shockingly good so movie. So good. Seriously, all my I friends and I, we love that. We had that on VHS. With That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so we used to have that My Circle too. It was like the, yeah, Mocha direct to HBO movies are shitty, but there were a couple but, like that one. Um, Night of the Running Man with Andrew McCarthy, where he's oh, like a gambler yeah. who steals money, yeah, yes. goes on the run. That was really good. Like there were a couple really of those good. HBO original movies that were fantastic. Yeah, but blown away. Whole yeah. different level. No, absolutely. Uh, I saw him in concert like two years ago. He came to my town, and uh, that was exactly what you'd think it would be. So, like, Nicole Egger was, like, one of my first, like, no, she wasn't. Olivia Newton-John was my first crush as Sandra D really? in Greece. Yes. Because that was, like, the first album I ever got as a kid. Oh, the Grease soundtrack? Yeah. And, um, but then I would say, like, when I was older, somewhat older, uh, Nicole Egger, definitely. We saw uh, Sam Livy Maselli, New- Sam Maselli yeah. from Who's the Boss. We saw Livy Newton John live in Las Vegas like three years ago, and it was fantastic. She's still going. Yeah, she played at the Donnie and Marie Theater. So when Donnie and Marie take off, Olivia Newton John fills in. Wow! And we saw. Her. And you know what's funny? That same night, we went to a Grease Two screening right after, hosted by Adrian Zamed at a bowling alley. So we had like a Grease evening in Vegas. Up. Yeah. Bro, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little jealous of you. That's awesome. We did the Vegas trip because of the Grease Two thing. We were like, Adrian Zemed's hosting Grease Two in a bowling alley. Wow. Like, we got to go and see it. Did you guys sing "We're Gonna Bow"? Oh, everyone it was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was very, very fun. He was a really nice guy. We got photos. Um, so I'm watching Grease Two the other day. You know they're doing an HBO Max series called Ride Out High that's going to be about Grease. Shut up. 
Yeah, it's going to be like a prequel. And so I'm thinking if this goes on for a couple of years, I tweeted my idea because I want to write for the show. My idea is that Stephanie Zanino decides she doesn't need a man. She gets the motorcycle and she becomes the cool rider. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Season two of arc right there. Yes. And by the way, she would, even back then, I would say she would have been better at than Michael. She, uh, Michelle, I mean, like, you can't argue with Michelle Pfeiffer. She is no. fantastic. Yes. Yes. Emphatically, yes. Yes. Uh, DNA of a TNA Morgan fan, $2, asking if I like Homelander in The Boys. I mean, I think he's supposed to be one of those characters that you love to hate, right? You're supposed to, I think. I, I When I see it, I see it that way. Yeah. Uh, season two of The Boys was good. I think, uh, <laughs> did you finish season two yet? No, not yet. Oh, yeah. It was- Interesting ideas. Uh, okay, we got other super chats. We're gonna come back to it, but first, let's go back a little bit to SmackDown because I can yeah. just I can just telepathically hear Raj Giri yelling and be like, "Save it for the after show, Marks." Like, <laughs> uh, so um, after this, Rey Mysterio versus King Corbin. Mm. I gotta call this out. Okay, Dominic Mysterio on commentary. Baron Corbin won this match. Baron taunting Dominic. Ray's gear, did it look to you like he was wearing a diaper? <laughs> Those white trunks over the green tights? He did that. He's been doing that. Yeah, that's not a good look, man. It's not. I noticed the, like maybe the first or second time he did that. I thought the very same thing. Yeah. I did, except for me, in my head, I was like, why is he look like tidy whiteys over trunks? It looks weird. I don't know why he's wearing that. And why Baron Corbin is a great heel. Why didn't Baron Corbin yell, you look like you're wearing a diaper? Yeah. Yeah, but this does nothing for me, just to be clear to all the fans watching this show. I hate this angle. I'm actually kind of interested Dominic versus Baron Corbin, I think could be good. But oh, so the interesting part, though, was that uh, they were asking Dominic what's next. Dominic was saying tag team titles that Dominic and Ray are going to like start tagging. That could be okay. So that could be cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm just to see father and son do stereo stuff off the top rope and Stereo 619, that's pretty, I mean, that's cool. And you do it in small doses in tag team matches. I'm okay with that. Just don't be taking up my TV time in singles matches. I don't want to see it. Yeah. So Baron won that match. Uh, we had more build up with Pierce and Heyman setting up this contract signing with Roman later in the night. Um, uh oh uh the bailey the new bailey show ding dong hello which they really 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 promoted the hell out of tonight can i just stop really quick sure i know we shouldn't always make comparisons to other wrestling shows Hmm. but the fans this is what they do not just (laughs) me the fans do it too and this don't you feel is their quote-unquote answer to dr Britt baker having a doing a very good job on her talk show she's had now for quite a while. She's had her own talk show for well over a month and a half now, maybe two months. And it had been always aired on their dark episodes on YouTube mm. or on their website or some shit like that. Cause I've watched her on multiple episodes with her own, uh, um, I forget the name of it, but she has her own show and it's hilarious. She brings different talents on. She's in gimmick the whole time. She does a great job being a heel. This is where Marco Stunt came on and played a guitar. I told you it was really good. You need to see it. Oh, nice. Um, but nonetheless, I just wonder if that's what this. 
Well, but they've done an the highlight reel, the Kevin Owens show. No uh, question, no question. But just to pick Bailey out of the blue. Yeah. Well, they kind of they've done this with a few talents. A moment of bliss. Uh, but I like Bianca yes. and I like their interplay tonight. I think that um this was good, the way that they kind of built this up, even Bailey putting Bianca over so much. Um, I thought this was this was now, good. Bailey, think, uh, let's be very clear, yeah. is definitely worthy of giving a show to because she's fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, I think she's hilarious. But she challenged her to an obstacle course next week. <laughs> fucking <hate. laughs> Yeah, that's where it's kind of like, okay, they're really stretching this feud out. Which, okay, as long as, you know, our girl looks like a badass when doing it. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with it. And I'm telling you, I could see them being definitely final four in the Rumble, maybe the final two, even. I mean, don't you? Okay, so who do you think wins? Do you think it? They finally let her go all the way, or no? Um, I think if Rhea, if Rhea doesn't debut on TV between now and then, the Rumble is her debut. I think that's how they bring Rhea to the main roster. Is that she wins the Rumble and okay. then challenges. That's a good prediction. Sasha or Oscar. Dude, that's a very good prediction. It, that's a great debut. Okay, you're right. And she what? gets it back, right? Because she's right. tarnished. If yes. she's dominant in the Rumble, you'll believe she's a superstar again. 100%. Especially if she goes over. That's a yeah. star-making moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, let's say it's not her. Do you think it's then? Bianca. Bianca? Yeah? Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, you, they, they have to. I mean, look, this is the weirdest thing to say, but... Uh-huh. The four horsewomen plus Asuka, plus the four horsewomen plus one. Like, we need to start opening up that top female talent tier. And they and just spread it. Like, they yeah. spread the wealth because you have those four horsewomen that are so damn good. They're all main event acts. They yeah. don't have to be in the main event. And they can be in the semi-main event if, like, say it's an all-women show, for example, or, or whatnot. Or the next step down match, or the next step down match, it doesn't matter because they're all bona fide main event talents by now. So they're so damn over all four of them. They can, and with Oscar as well, they can carry a match that kicks off the show, for example, and be seen like it did when AJ Styles would kick off the show as the champion. You didn't look at that and go, "Oh, this is not him." Well, I'm surprised she's not in the main event. You're like, "This is awesome. We're getting this first. Yeah, because the talent makes the segment, not. Not the segment. The segment does not make the talent. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. And I think, uh, well, I mean, so sometimes. Spread it. Spread the well. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can. But, I mean, when, when you're that over, like if Brock Lesnar kicked off Monday Night Raw in a match, you're not going to sit there and complain about it. Yeah. You're going to be like, wow, this is amazing. We have a freaking main event act in the first night. So, like, they spread the wealth is like, like what you're saying. You have yeah, one of them married to, uh, uh, give me an NXT girl. Um, and he won. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Any one of them. There yeah. we go. Any one of them. Yeah. But any of those five horsewomen, four horsewomen plus Oscar, you yeah. make them all married to one of these NXT talents or. Yeah. You got to start building it because I think that, um, God, I mean, not to get too like into it, but I feel like Alexa and Carmella haven't quite risen to no. that main event. They're like. No. Uh, Alexa the, did for a while. There, but I would say Alexa yeah. was there. Early on, she was there. I, 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 come on, she was. She was, but, but not, not like they keep going back to the four plus Oscar. Like, yes. look at the way it just keeps coming she back. She was also that. hurt. She was also hurt to, to defend her a little bit. Now, I agree with you on Carmella, full yeah. heartedly. I agree. So, so, yes. so no offense. It's time to move her aside 
and bring in all of these studs out of NXT that are rearing to go, ready to go. Yes, the four horsewomen plus one. It's like the funky four plus one. You ever listen to that? No. Who's that? That's the joint. You know the sample. If you heard that's the joint, you'd be like, Beastie Boys sampled it. You would know that's that's the the funky four one. Wait, how's it go? Uh, well, it's that's the joint, like Beastie Boy sampled it. That's the joint. That's yeah. the jam. Yeah, that, uh, that, no, that, but that's that's part of the referring to it. But that's the joint. You, oh. you know, I guarantee you would know the song if you heard it. I play it, but it would get taken down. Um, so uh, Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. Fucking awesome! Tonight. This is awesome. Crazy. Cesaro got the win. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, like for him to be at this point. I'm getting so many start and stops more than any other talent. I may even, that's a lot of start and stops. Um, He did his job many years ago. He wrestled John Cena. And I'll never forget this, where he did that suplex from outside of the ring into the ring with Cena dead waiting him. If you guys will remember that night on raw, he was made, but because wrestling is the way it is today and it's overly political, and it doesn't matter if talents have an entire arena chanting for them, like we've seen with Zack Ryder when he got over. WWE doesn't care. They don't care. If you're not their person that they've groomed to get there, they step all over. And they did it to, to him thousands of times, him being uh, uh, Cesaro. So I was excited to see him get that win tonight. thought that was amazing, and I hope they finally get out of their own way and stop stepping on their own bleep when it comes to Cesaro, get out of his way. Yeah, he gets that kind of tag like, oh, he's a wrestler's wrestler. Like, you know, he's a comedian's comedian. You know, that's a nice way of saying, like, very talented, but if we don't see him as... He's more than a good hand. He's already proven yeah. he's a star. Remember the swing? The swing got oh, over, yeah. like, Rover. Like, Cesaro he... section, I mean, all that. But, yes. again, can... I think it's the accent thing. I think it's someone... because okay. he, he was doing the transporter entrance. Like, he looked like a million bucks. It... it... But that was another start and stop thing. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I didn't think he needed any of that. Honestly, I thought way back yeah. in the day when he wrestled Cena multiple times and got over, that was the time he was built. He was made. There was nothing left to do but to continue to get give him wins. People like say, oh, it's no big deal. WWE keeps doing 50-50 booking. This is where you've got to give talents wins when yeah. they do their job and get a big reaction from the crowd. No, well, it's like the Rusev thing. I mean, they're just uh, not yes. behind anything that they weren't behind. Think about that for a it's second. so frustrating. Um, so here's my question. Rock, I, I, I'm going to say the biggest one of all time, who got over organically with the fans. Yeah. Could you imagine if he was coming up in today's day and age of wrestling? Now, I'd like to think he'd still do pretty damn good for himself. I don't but, hope so. But because, but because he's a second generation, third generation professional wrestler, let's take that out of the equation too. He's not Rocky's son. He's not Chief Pete or Maya Villa's grandson. He's just Dwayne Johnson, all right, playing the Rock persona. And the fans are coming up with it. But if WWE did not make him, it, I don't know what would happen. Because yeah. today's formula is not the same. It was back then. If you got over with the crowd to that level, that's it. You write your own ticket. That is not how it is today. But when you were really behind him at launch, though, so in a way it was kind of – Oh, tapping yes. the punch. That's the thing. I think here's what I think happened. And this is like, by the way, this isn't just WWE. This is every shitty job you've ever had in a corporate environment. It's like somebody has some prejudice uh, for whatever reason. And it's something like, oh, I don't like their accent. I don't like this. I don't like their work uh, ethic. Yeah. Um, I don't think 
kids are going to want to buy their lunchbox. They yes. get that in their head. And then some shitty, normally a micromanager, sometimes a boss, doesn't ever want to be proven wrong. So they're going to do a lot of decisions, a lot of yes. microaggressions. They're going to make yes. sure that it validates their prediction. 100%. A 100%. Good point. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what's crazy about WWE is that it's unlike Hollywood because in Hollywood, typically, if someone gets over and people see money in it, like it. think about all the people that get weird freaking chances in Hollywood because someone's like, well, I can make a buck off this. It'd be good. People want to see Mariah Carey star in a film. Let's put it out. You know, it's like people get crazy chances to grow and stretch if people think there's money there, um, but not yeah. in WWE. It's very micromanaged and weird. Yeah. Um, so, but tonight though, watch this match. If you don't watch the show, watch the Sar versus Daniel Bryan. Sar getting a great win. Uh, this was absolutely fantastic. Yes, sir. I had a promo from Carmella uh, with her sommelier. Carmella, uh, who is about he, by the way? Reginald, her sommelier. What's I don't his name know. in real life? I don't know his real name, but is he Reginald. NXT talent. Sure, he okay. maybe. I don't know. Um, so they're building up her and Sasha. Um, oh, and then Sasha came in and said that Carmel can have her title shot as long as Banks can have Reginald in a match first. Uh, so I'm sure it'll happen next week, some gimmick thing, and then we'll have Carmella versus Sasha at the Rumble, which could be cool. Mm -hmm. You don't think so? No. I mean, it'd I mean, be great. I mean, but don't you think they'll spread them? Don't you, uh, think, don't you think we'll get Bianca in here? Uh, no, no, but at the the like a match at the Rumble. I think if, if oh, there's going to be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's like Mania. My bad. Yeah, no, 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 at the the Rumble. Um, so we'll see. Maybe it happens on SmackDown, but I think Carmella doesn't need to be in the Rumble if she can get a title match with Sasha at the Rumble. So yes, we'll see what happens. Not that the Rumble needs all these other matches. In fact, wouldn't it be great this year if finally we just had, like... I mean, really, it's the Rumble matches we care about. I mean, that's one, yeah. There's not yeah, unless, many. Like, Cena versus AJ, like, you could probably count on one hand in the last 10 years matches at the Royal Rumble that weren't the Royal Rumble match that people that's true. Were, that's true. remember. That's true. Um, Apollo Crews versus Sami Zayn tonight. We saw more of Sami Zayn than I wanted to see. When Apollo got that roll up with his tights uh, and got that pin, uh, Biggie on a couch, <laughs> like watching the uh, the match. I mean, this was great. I think I love that they're keeping Biggie and uh, Sammy going, but Biggie's going to face Apollo next week. Apollo's got more intensity. He's coming off this win tonight. Um, yep. So I love Sammy's outreach. Great layering. The the the, the storyline connects a little bit with the Roman storyline, right? It, it, it's got so many layers to it. I love it. This is really good. And there's a really good talents that we all really dig. I think that's a big part of it too. And, and look, someone like, you know, uh, um, um, God damn it. Why am I having a mind uh, brain fart here? Ah, oh, he just said his name. Uh, Apollo, Biggie. Thank Sammy you. Apollo. Um, someone like Apollo, who we've been waiting to get a real legit opportunity with some consistency behind his booking for once, um, you know, coming out, coming out the other end in a major, you know, whatever you want to say, he won tonight. That's a pretty big deal, I thought. And uh, I like the interaction we saw with Roman earlier as well. I think he's the one who gets most over in this entire, what do you want to call it, combination of layered storylines. 
I think with Sammy, it's funny they're leaning into the it's a conspiracy uh, yeah. thing so much. I think he's going to end up coming out first in the Rumble, yelling it's a conspiracy. Everyone's working against him. Like, I think um, they could do something really good with this. I think this would be really over. Actually, with the fans, I think it's a conspiracy, like, would get over massively if there were crowds right now. That would be the organic oh, thing. Dude, they would boo him out of the universe, maybe. You don't think kids would start chanting that and just saying it's a conspiracy? Like, that's a good uh, catchphrase. It is, it is, it is. But I think with, you know, with real world issues going on, like that, you know, people, you know, that's good heat. For yeah, them. No, true. Being a sore loser. <laughs> uh, Sammy's got to be chomping at the bit. He's He's right? got to be, he's right? got to be centering himself on Twitter because he oh, knows, yes. he knows oh. he's going to get. If he does what he Brother, wants to do. you know he is. He's probably got to give. Is he married? Do we know? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not not sure. Let's pretend he is. He's given his significant other that phone. I guarantee it. Like multiple times a night, watching the news and shit. Like all right, I can't say. Take this away from oh, me. Oh, he's got. He's got Take this his, away from me. His drafts folder is probably full of jokes. <laughs> yes. This yes. shit would get me fired in a heartbeat if Big I put time. this. Up. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Although he's his so Twitter's flexible. not. Hey, but I could see him leaning hard into that. Um, I, you should. Hell yeah, you yeah. should. I wish they'd let him. Yeah. No, I, I think it'd be good. Um, so uh, Apollo got this win tonight. And we got some super chats. If you super chat, we haven't read yet. I'm going to come back oh, to this yeah. one and get the show. Um, but hey, we saw uh, this final contract signing segment. Uh, Roman Reigns wants Adam Pierce in the last man standing match. That was going to be a big deal tonight. Pierce comes out, signs the contract, uh, says it'll be the last contract he ever signs. Um, uh, so, pardon me, Roman signs the contract. Um, okay. It's official. Pierce is going up the ramp, then talks about his uh, ankle injury or his uh, knee injury. Yeah. Now, he was having audio issues, which was weird. That I mean, WWE, it's kind of shocking they don't have these more. Um, but he finally got a clean audio channel and explain that uh, basically he'll compete at the rumble in this last man standing match as long as he's medically cleared. Oh, but his knee, uh, his knee injury, uh, but he's going to find a replacement. And then outcome ke- came Kevin Owens uh, who uh, signed the contract. Yeah. As Adam was so, so this is be- good. I yeah. liked it. I just, I think with Roman, man, like I wasn't that invested in this Adam Pierce diversion and uh no, this. But we were crying we were literally yeah. in tears going no we don't want to see this wwe this isn't cute there's nothing good here why are you doing this to us so <laughs> with this with that said like this is a step up i know it's ko again i see i get it but i don't care i will much rather see that than the other shit yeah no i agree with it um so What'd you think? Final thoughts on SmackDown tonight? Hang on, sorry. Okay, Matt has to eat every five minutes, or he starts losing muscle mass. It's no, back. no, I eat every. First of all, I eat every three hours. It just cuts into it big time. And Raj, I have a promise I will never eat on film. See, you can't see me eating. Can't see me chewing, Raj. I've held my word. <laughs> all right, so listen. One to ten, right? The score? Sure. It's always the same thing. I feel like I'm cheating our fans there by redundantly 
giving it the same damn number. Seven and a, a seven. Okay. No, it's C solid. I plus. That's not C plus. It's a C. C minus. Yeah. It was good. I mean, now I'll tell you, I would have rather been watching uh, the Marvel series WandaVision on Disney Plus tonight instead of this. What's it called? Wanda Vision. So it's the Wanda Scarlet Witch and the Vision. It's their show on Disney Plus. The first Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show debuted today on Disney Plus. What does all that even mean? I don't even understand what any of that you just said means. Okay, first so you know cinematic. how there's the Okay, so remember before there was Agents of Shield and then there was Punisher and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage on Netflix? Yeah, okay, yes. I like Luke Cage by the way a lot. Good, but those didn't tie into the movies. Like you okay. never saw the characters from the movies. Right. Aside from Agent Colson, you never saw the characters from the movies in the TV show, mm -hmm. etc. So this is the first Marvel series that the teams that do the movies and the characters from the movies are going to be in a series streaming. So Wanda and the Vision okay. is first. The next one, which is more up your alley, is going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier in a team up for like an eight part series. So the Falcon's now Captain America. Wait, what? Yeah. Didn't you watch Avengers Endgame? Sorry, spoiler. Yeah, I did. He dies. No, no, Falcon doesn't die. No, Captain America gave the shield to the Falcon. So the Falcon is now Captain America. How the He's hell? Do I'm so confused. I thought at the end of that Captain America died. Yeah, but he gave the shield. Captain America's a title. In the comics, there have been like four Captain Americas. Okay, so I wasn't a big cat, Mark. Yeah. I just wasn't. So Steve Rogers gave the Captain America shield to the Remember Falcon. Steve Rogers. Yeah. Who the hell's the Falcon? Falcon's Anthony Mackie. You know I the saw Falcon. this movie. No, I don't. Who the, the hell's the Falcon? He was in Captain America Civ uh, Part 2. Uh, he was in The Winter Soldier. He was in Civil War. You you know Anthony I'm Mackie. So right now. Papa Doc from 8 Mile. You know who Anthony Mackie is. I remember Papa Doc from 8 Mile, yeah. of course. Anthony Mackie was in The Hurt Locker. Uh, no, I, remember this, the, I don't remember him in this movie, though. At the end, I just remember everybody being really sad that he dies. No, he's the Falcon. Here, hold on. Anthony, I'm, I can show No, that picture. when Captain America dies, I'm saying. Yes. But he you know, gave the shield. Sad about it. I don't remember some scene of him giving the shield away. He gave the shield to the Falcon. Are you sure? Um, I am positive of God, this. Dang, my memory is the worst. Yes. Uh, here, I'm going to pull it up on the screen. How the hell do you not remember that? I, I don't remember this. You know, we all, we get older, Matt. And as oh, we get I older. I've already subscribed to that. Like, ten, I was saying this like 10 years ago. <laughs> like at age 34. <laughs> yeah. There, the Falcon. See? Can I the see Falcon. He's, he's pretty freaking, yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got the shield. I think he, bro, he might not get the title of Captain America, but he's got bro, the shield. Now. I would swear to God, I want to even say, I'd remember that in the movie. And I don't remember a dude that looked like that in the movie. Yeah, if you watch the Damn second it. Captain America, so he's like... Uh, oh, is uh, that? I'm talking about Avenger Endgame. Yeah, he was in Endgame. He was in, he's been in all the Avengers movies, uh, well, the last couple. Oh um, but, uh, I should just give my comic books to somebody for free. I don't deserve to have them anymore. Take my comic book, like. So anyhow, the Winter Soldier part. and Falcon are going to have an eight-part series. I think that's going to be awesome. Wandavision looks like a trip because it looks like an Wa old. So you're saying it so fast. Wan or one? Wanda, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. Her name's Wanda. W A N D A. I never heard of her either. Wanda Maxim. You know who the Scarlet Witch is? She was in the comics for years. Why well, don't I remember? You know who either. the Vision is? You know who the Vision is the green guy with the skin and the thing in his. Yes. Okay, okay, I do remember that, dude. Yes. So Scarlet Witch and the Vision are a couple. 
but the vision died in Endgame. So Wanda has the ability to alter reality with her powers. So this series is like an altered reality, but they shot it like an old sitcom. It looks trippy as hell. It debuted real. today. I'm excited so, to watch. This. So this isn't like cartoon crap, right? This is no, real this is live action. All right, where do I see it? Disney Plus. I think we actually have Disney Plus, which, yes, which has the Mandalorian, which you've never watched, which is fantastic. The worst lie I've ever said in the history of lies. And I apologize to everybody. That You're going to be like Chunk from the Goonies confessing. And I told everybody I watched the Mandalorian and loved it. And I never <laughs> even watched a single episode. <laughs> what did he do when he admitted that lie? Nobody has kept, it. Do you remember what, what did he say? What Chunk say again? Uh, I know the entire thing. Uh, not by heart. Uh, it was the barf. It was the fake puke that he hid in his jacket. That's yes. Falcon, he made this noise. Everybody started puking. It was the worst thing he ever did. Oh, God. The Goonies is on all the time, and I never get tired of watching that film. No, I wanted to be them so bad just to have the freedom, keep in mind their kids, just yes. to go tooting around town by themselves on their bikes, just go missing, no big deal. An underground cabin. You know, I thought, I thought that shit was so cool. I, that was such a good movie. No, I, I agree. Um, so, a couple super chats here before we take this home. And I got to catch up with the chat room. I'm sure a lot of people frustrated. Yes. Couldn't remember who Malcolm was. Uh, Brian Elliott, $5, wants to know off topic how many guys have booked main events Starcade 97. And how would you book Sting after Starcade 97? Keep him silent, keep him at a wolf pack. Yes. Hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't have bungled the finish between he and Hogan. There's that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know because as champion, though, you know, immediately the 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 jig is up, and he's no longer the silent Avenger coming from the rafters. That that that's not pro WCW. See, I wish they just never. They, he, it always made him corny to me when it was like he's here to save WCW. And it's like, I don't want to hear that. I just, I just been cheering for NWO for years because I want them to take over your crappy company. Um, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I, I think I'd keep – he beats Hogan. All right, go to the next Super Chat. I'm sorry. Sorry. DNA of TNA, Morgan Fan, $2. Marijuana smoking kids. What's MSK stand for in WWE? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't like, know. What's MSK? What did I miss? I, I don't know. Uh, Leon's Duncan asking a more important question, the better Tupac movie juice or above the rim. Okay. Because I'm a basketball player. I loved above the rim. Like I had it on tape, love the soundtrack, but to be fair, the juice soundtrack is better. Um, God, that tape was good, but, uh, Bishop dude, Bishop was scary. Freaking dude. Very scary. I will second that very scary, but, Above the rim, again, I'm a hooper. I loved the realness of that. Loved uh, maybe his part in that wasn't as good as it was in Juice, but the movie, and that's what he's at. The movie itself, I thought Above the Rim was better. I really did. I loved Above the Rim. Not many others did, but I did. Tupac, <sighs> Gridlocked was pretty good. Dude, I feel he like was a great act. Dude, he was a great actor. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we didn't, get, we hardly got to see what he could do. I like, know. Poetic I know. Was, what a great turn for him, though, right? He is the best thing. And I'm a Janet Jackson mark, but Tupac was the best thing in Poetic Justice. Stole by the hell out of that. Janet Jackson looked hot as hell in that movie. I love Janet Jackson. 
Yeah, Dude, I loved Janet Jackson. God, that's what I'm saying. Like, had such a career ahead of him as an actor, in addition to hip hop. I mean, he was he was great. You don't think? I see. I thought Janet Jackson did really good in that, but Tupac did steal all the scenes. He was hilarious in that, and it was a different side of him. Yeah, that was a real. Like, that's when I thought, like this this guy can act, act. Yeah. No, I I agree. Uh, Jackson counts four ninety nine. Just shoot, shooting my support to the channel. Thank Have you. A great week. Hey Jackson, thanks for the positive comments about my boy. Appreciate it as always, brother. You're a good, good friend. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, so I'm just making sure. Uh, apparently, I blew someone's mind that didn't realize uh, Anthony Mackie was Papa Doc in Eight Mile and the Falcon. <laughs> you know? uh, let's see. Uh, Deadpool Party wants to know if I watched the night before yet with Keanu Reeves. I have not, but I intend to. What's so good about uh, that? Oh, we were, for some reason, I was talking about the movie After Hours, which I'd never seen till recently, uh, the Martin Scorsese film. Yeah. Uh, and it was really hyped up. And I was just like, this is just okay. Like, yeah. it didn't feel like a Martin Scorsese film. Someone said After Hours with Keanu Reeves and Lori Laughlin was like a teenage version of that. They said they liked it better. So hmm. it's like, did you ever see, uh, what it's was weird. it? Was it uh, Miracle Mile, the one with Anthony Edwards? What's it about? So it's about he's on a date with a girl and then uh he's at like a cafe and someone gets like a call and they're like, Oh my god, a missile's heading here, the world's gonna end in no. in, in an hour. And so Jeez. we it's like a Twilight Zone episode. You don't know if people just think that it's happening, like is it really happening, or are people just panicking for nothing? Jeez, um, no, I've not seen that. It's like if I would have saw that movie as a kid, that would have messed me up. Um, I saw it as an adult and I loved it. It's from like 88, but it's one of those like all night adventure movies where like two people are together and they just keep yeah. getting into different situation after situation. Yes. I love movies like that. So. Adventures and babysitting. Yes, exactly. Adventures and babysitting is like a teenage version of after hours, which now I understand because I've finally seen after hours. Where just it shit keeps yeah. just snowballing. <laughs> Adventures and babysitting has been on HBO a ton lately and we're always really? flipping. Yeah. Yeah. It's on HBO all the time lately. God, that was a good movie. Now, the part I'm not going to recreate it here, but I'm just going to say when you watch it, and when Sarah's out on the roof, yeah, and they pull out, comes in, and Brad hugs her, and the way she says, "Oh, Brad," like it's just like this doesn't bother anyone else. Like the way she says it, it's just like this is really weird. They couldn't have gotten another take that didn't sound as strange. I have to rewatch it. You know, you have to watch talking, that. Part. You'll know what I've I'm talking. Watched, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yes. Uh, oh, really? Oh, dude, we watch that movie all the time. Larissa shit-canned all our uh, cable stations in our bedroom. Um, yeah. All we have is the damn, what do you call it? Fire stick, and we don't oh, have yeah. HBO on it anymore. There you go. Um, Ace Carter, $5. Is Sasha still champion? Just confused why she isn't getting shown much. It does seem a little weird. Yes, it does. I agree. Uh, and. I agree. Well, not a Tupac movie, uh, better than juice and above the rim, Edward, new Jack city. But again, wait, Tupac. Yes. It's a better film, but like new Jack city is better than most movies that have come out in the last years. So good. So good. Nino Brown. God. Way better than you'd think. And in fact, I think it's better now than when it first came out. We we've lived a we. I'm sorry. I still think we ha, are the luckiest generation. Yeah, I think we got to see some awesome, awesome talents, awesome people. 
Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Um, who else in their primes did we get to see? Um, just so many different people. Hulk Hogan at one point in the, like the early 80s when wrestling boom first hit. We were there for that. Um, Movie-wise, I, I still, like, God dang, there's so much to even, like, list. Well, I think, though, music, also, music. We're, we're not the last generation, because you and I both are late generation. We're, like, the very tail end of Generation X. We're not millennials. We're too old to be no, millennials. No, we're not millennials. But millennials are the last generation, I think, that's ever going to ha- have grown up with superstars. Like, worldwide, everyone knows who they are. Because really? now, like... Well, think about it. Media is so democratized now. And what I mean by that is a show like Breaking Bad or Mad Men is watched by maybe a fifth or a tenth as many people that Mm -hmm. used to watch Cheers or MASH or uh, the comedy show. And the same thing with music. Like, there's a lot of smaller bands. Like, you can get a, you you know, most bands don't go multi platinum anymore because it's hard to sell a million records. But the artists we grew up with went diamond status. They sold so many records, they had to create a new status. It's good. Like seriously, that's I never thought of that though. Glenn, good point about yeah. not having superstars. Maybe that's a good thing. I, I I don't know. I don't know. But because I was somebody that did have a role model that was a very damn good role model until they tried to snuff him a little bit lately. But that's Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. That was my idol. I idolized him. Yeah. His work ethic, uh, um, what he stood for, and then you know. Later on down the road, many years later, you know, they start to pull apart and dissect him like they do any other star and find his faults and weaknesses and whatnot. But when I was growing up, like that's my dad, mom, they were perfectly okay with it. They'd buy me Michael Jordan tape after tape because I was just in awe of him. And it worked. It got me to love basketball, got me to work hard at it because Michael Jordan got cut from him. That, you know yeah. his 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 varsity basketball team as a as a, a freshman in high school I did as well and um, I was relegated to my freshman team and it devastated me and mentally I didn't want to go to school I didn't want to do anything and uh, that tape had just come out at the same time Michael Jordan's come fly with me hmm. where they tell the story of him being cut and it turned everything around for me I swear to God ended up getting a basketball scholarship for three years later. See, I think with sports, it's the same thing, though, because when we were growing up, there was one or two superstars in each sport. And now I think there's a lot more players that are famous to certain groups of fans, but there's no like fridge or there's no uh, LeBron, you know, like Jim McMahon. What about LeBron? There are some, but what I'm saying is it's rare. Like there's more, it's more democratized, it's more spread out. I think there are more like LeBron is pro, I mean, for me, not a basketball fan, like LeBron. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where it's like like everyone knew who Bo Jackson was when no one could name a single other baseball player aside of maybe Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. Or Ken Griffey Jr., but yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's there's more of them now, but it's not as – No, no, not no, like, no. That's a good point with the other examples you gave, actually. The yeah. music especially. Um, and actors and actresses to a degree. Yeah, because you're right. Yeah, it's just because we weird. have so many I – don't, I don't know if that's good or bad because I know they say – and I tell kids this all the time, you know, don't let, you know, I, I did have a sports role model. Okay, fine. But not trying to be hypocritical. I try to tell people because today's day and age is much different for athletes. They're under a microscope. There's a camera in the face 24 seven. So it's impossible. That's why I'm so damn impressed with LeBron James. Yeah. All right. You don't see nothing coming out of his closet, you know, of something bad he did. 
And that's amazing with a magnifying glass. He's lived under, by the way. It's impossible, but he's done it real quick. Um, yeah. th- th- but, but I tell kids, it's like your, your role model should, you know, you want them to be your parents. I know they're not going to be because you don't think your parents are cool. I didn't think my parents were cool either. Um, but once you get how life works, you'll appreciate the hell out of what they did to make sacrifices for y'all. Um, you'll get it one day. But, yeah. but, but until then, Glenn, to have those superstars to have that kid that just got jumped in the little in the boys bathroom because five of the fifth graders saw him show up on a freaking small bus yeah and gets jumped for it and has his nose broken they like that kid who goes home crying gets to escape and, yeah. and, and go look at that role model whoever that idol is and stare in his bedroom looking at all those Michael Jordan posters and going, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to be one day. And I'm going to shove it up over everybody's ass. I remember thinking that. Granted, I ain't playing the NBA. But it worked to burn the fire within me to go get something and work hard at it. And it was a sports athlete, if you will, role model that gave me that escapism as well. Well, I think part of it, too, and we're going to talk about this way more on our after. Yes, sorry, I'm sorry. More more details. So, no, Max, you're right. But I think part of it is we also didn't know as much about everyone's business back then. I yes. think it's more of a structure in place to, like, cover things up. or Yes, no question. Up. Nobody is perfect, and Michael is no different. Yes. Yeah, yes. we just didn't know, right? I mean, Very like, true. Bill Very Cosby, true. Example. I watch a lot of old commercials. Oh. Bill Cosby was everywhere. Bro, I loved Bill Cosby. Yeah. It just killed me. I know. So I think me. it's a combination that like, we know more now stuff's more widespread and also more people want to be famous. Uh, that's a self-perpetuating cycle. The e- and the easier, the more famous people there are, the more people that aspire to be. So it's like a weird self-perpetuating thing. Right. And now with influencers, yes. like, so yeah, this is going to be an episode of the after show as it were, which will, uh, yes. which thank you, uh, Matt. That was a, that was a very good call on the name. <clears throat> That's set up. We'll have more details on that soon. Probably not starting next week, but probably starting the week after. And we, and our audience will be able to participate live with uh, questions via audio. We'll have more details on this soon. It's going to be really cool. Uh, DNA of TNA Morgan fan, $2 clarifying. MSK, it's the Rascals who debuted oh. Wednesday on NXT. That's their name. I was still traveling home from Minneapolis. I didn't get to see oh. it. That's cool they debuted. I'm going to look it up. I did see that that was their name. Who knows what it stands for? We'll I'm sure it does because that's their deal, right? They smoke pot. Yay. That's the, I thought that was Matt Yay. Riddle. Yay. How cutting edge. How how edgy. <laughs> is that a gimmick? I mean, like, like I guess it worked for Cypress Hill. Yes, like okay, back in the day, sure, right? It was, <laughs> but like I could like a neighbors on both sides of me. They're senior citizens that both have their medical marijuana prescription card here. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, it isn't like the edgy thing anymore. It's not like, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I mean, <laughs> we'll tell that story on the after show. Yes. Uh, yes. Marijuana and uh, some, some good times, some good high times. Uh, but no, I think, uh, yes. man. Okay. Everybody. It's a mm-hmm. three day weekend. Uh, coming up. Yeah, everyone enjoy that. But hey, we're we're working Monday. We're gonna be back here yes, Monday night to talk I about myself, Matt, Alfred, maybe Raj, maybe. I hope so. Our, I like I like our uh, uh, what's the word? Chemistry. 
chemistry uh, with yeah. with Alfred. I agree. He's great. I was talking to Raj the other day. Uh, Want to absolutely podcast with Alfred more. Um, so on that note, folks, hey, everyone, have a great weekend. We'll see you back here Monday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.